Naomi. Dude, the beginning is always the worst. <laughs> I hate, I never know how to start this shit off. Welcome back. You another podcast. I'm like, fuck. I wanna, like, I can't even think of anything to say. I just try to drink my mic. I'm surprised I didn't ask about the weather. <laughs> so how was your week, dude? What'd you do? Dude, I went and fucking got some pics with some funny comedians, and I didn't even go to the show. Damn. But we'll talk more about that later. Hell yeah. I like what, what you about wore you? out there. Bro, I was wearing fucking shorts. Hell yeah, you were. Total okay. dad mode. Okay. Uh, all right. I might as well just say now. Um, so I, I saw Brendan Schaub, David Lucas, uh, Justin fucking something, and Chappelle, Chappelle Lacey, uh, fighting the kid, the whole crew. Um, saw them last month, but they came to Houston this month. And uh-huh. Pam was like, we're not about to go spend uh, money on two tickets. To go see the exact same material that we just saw a month ago, you right. know? Yeah. And um, I was like, fuck, man. Like, I didn't want to spend that money either, you know? But I was like, fuck, maybe if I find somebody, then I would just be paying one ticket instead of two. And um, I, uh, I didn't really find anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, nobody? No, well, I did, but I was waiting for the tickets to see um, what was still going to be open when it got closer to the date because I, I wasn't sure if I was going to have the kids or not. So I was I like, see. I needed to know if it was going to be on a Thursday or Friday or whatever. And um, whenever I found out there were no more tickets for like two, there was only tables for like four and six. So I was like, man, whatever. But like there's this guy that they have on tour right now. His name is Hella Mark. Hella Mark Harley. He's like this fucking personal trader. Personal trainer, but he's like fucking swole, dude. He looks like the fucking like. Is that the, the dude Hulk, with the man. lion's mane? Yeah, bro. He he has the fucking lion's the mane. Hair. Yeah, his hair, bro. But like Brendan has him on because like he's a funny motherfucker, apparently. Yeah. And on funny. his Instagram, on his Instagram, all he does is post memes, like on his story, uh-huh. and he just like replies to everybody. And it's always like haters say this, but it's not really like that. It's like haters will say this, you know, yeah. it's like the whole thing. And uh, so he's a funny motherfucker, dude. And he always replies to you. And um, I was like, dude, and I saw him in Austin as well. But I was too much of a bitch to go up to, to ask for a pick because <laughs> he's a fucking humongous guy. He's like fucking six four. Oh dang! And I didn't know yeah, that dude, thing. and his fucking muscles are ripping out of his clothes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and like it was the first time I saw him in person. I was holy shit. I, I I was way too intimidated. But like after talking to him like on Instagram, like I feel a little bit more confident. And I told him, bro, whenever you come back down here, like I'm a, I'm gonna fucking get a picture with you. He's like, bro, let's let's go. You know, I got you. So. um I didn't go to the show, and uh, I, I texted him, hey, let me know where you're going to be at afterwards, like uh-huh. a fucking creep, <laughs> just just a grown I mean, man messaging a, a, another grown man about meeting up for a picture. 
Send me a location. <laughs> Send me a location. <laughs> but I was like, nah. I was like, I'm going to go buy some merch, you know? Because in Austin, they only had a 2X shirt left. And I ended up buying it. I don't even fucking use it. It's too fucking <laughs> big. And um, out here, I was like, oh, I'll get a, mer- uh, a shirt and then get the pig, whatever, and call it a good night. So, uh, dude, whenever I walk back in the building, because um, since I didn't have a ticket, I told them I just wanted some merch, and right. they let me in. Um, so I, I walk in, I walk in, and you know who the first person I see is? Who? Chappelle Lacey. Oh, damn. The fucking, the co-headliner. And he's on the fighter and the kid, and he's fucking, dude, he's a badass motherfucker, dude. He's fucking funny as shit. He's a uh, a former cheerleader, a world champion cheerleader. Really? Yeah, he's a big, he's a big dude. He's 6'4", like 260 pounds right now. Big motherfucker, dude. What the fuck? And, I didn't uh, know he was a cheerleader? Yeah, world champ cheerleader. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you can see his cheer whenever he was like 18, 19. Dude, he he's like he was like the best. What the I fucking wonder what best. made him want to get into cheerleading. I always think about that, like how you get in go in that direction. Yeah, I haven't heard his story too much, but they always bring that part up about him being the cheerleader. Yeah, that's he fun. said the last time that he uh, that he cheered was in 2013, I believe. And then <laughs> His whole story is crazy, man, because his dad was like a, a drug dealer. Like a, he fucking was in jail most of his life. And when he was like young, he got adopted by like a white family because he's a big old black dude. Uh, he, he got adopted by a black a white family. And, and became uh, a cheerleader. Yeah. And then he, he his brother, his brother was a uh, committed suicide or overdose or something oh, when they were pretty young. And um, he was an alcoholic. He would drink a lot. Right now, he's been sober for so many years. But like, his, his story is fucking great, dude. And he's fun. He's a funny motherfucker, man. Oh yeah, that's dope. And uh, dude, he's the first person I saw, and I was like, shit. I fucking went up, got a picture with him. So cool, man. And then uh, the, another guy that I saw that was in there was David Lucas. See now, David Lucas, he's another funny ass comedian. Like he's. He's a regular on uh, the Kill Tony show. He's like a big roaster. Uh-huh. And, dude, I fucking saw him. I was like, bro, got to pick with him. <laughs> and, then, and then I fucking total saw. fanboy. Dude, I was like, yeah, total fanboy for real. And then um, I saw Justin, the other comedian. I got a picture with him. And I got a picture with fucking with Brendan's brother. Because in Austin, I was also a little bitch to, like, ask for a pick from, you know? Right. And um, over here, I was like, bro, let me get a pig. Everybody was taking pigs anyways. And um, I was like, dude, in fucking Austin, I was going to fucking ass. And I was a little, I just bitched out. And, um, and um, yeah, but, yeah, dude, after all of them, I finally saw Helamari. Got a pick with him. He's, we're going to get him on the on the podcast for sure. But I'm down. We just need to, we need to build up our, our numbers. Just, yeah, past, it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, we're, you know, we just need to get over a thousand. Yeah, we're just we're close. Yes, if you're listening right now, just tell your friends to give us a chance. Because <laughs> like, we're like we're like an acquired taste, you know, kind of like kind of like whenever yeah, you tried like, beer, it's for like the wine. First time. Wine. For me, I, I think about it more as beer. 
Do you yeah. remember the first time you had beer? Yeah, I loved it. For real? Yeah. Oh shit! Not me, dude. No. You, you kind of fucked up. What kind of where I was going right now? Because I, <laughs> I had this whole thing thought out that yeah, I remember like beer. I remember. You remember what? My first beer. I remember my first wine too. My buddy had fucking. Uh, his dad would drink box wine, and we just go in his fridge and steal it at night. It was so boxed much fun. wine. Yeah, you just had box wine in the fridge, like three cases. And we just go oh, in there and fill it up, fill our cups up, and his dad would never know because he's drunk all the time. What the fuck? Yeah, it's like fourth grade. Hell yeah, been a big fourth grade. You were in fourth grade. Yeah, the first time I drank was like third, fourth grade. Holy shit, dude! Yeah, we wanted to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> we play video games and Damn. drink our parents' alcohol. How old are you in fourth grade? Like. 12, 10? Yeah, maybe 10, 11. I think because, like, uh, what, 6th grade is... I don't even know, dude. 6th grade, grade is 11. I got the info. Wait. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was drinking by, like, yeah, 3rd grade, 4th grade, I had my first drink. When did you have Shit. your first drink? I do, <laughs> dude. Right I was here. like, <laughs> I was like sixteen, maybe. Uh, I think I, I was like a junior. I was junior in high school, bro. Junior and, in high uh, school. Yeah. Why, why? Because you were just like, you didn't want to do it before then. I don't know. I was never like a wild kid, man. I was yeah. always chill. You're scared. I was, <laughs> I was a scared little bitch. I was like, no, we can't do that. Like, ooh, alcohol? No thanks. Yeah. Yeah, nah, dude. But, like, but I, I tried it, and obviously I didn't fucking like it. Yeah. But I was like, fuck, man. If I, if I, just, if I just keep drinking a couple more, <laughs> yeah. like, maybe I'll start having a good time, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I, that's how our show is, just... Just listen a little bit. Just get yeah. through the first couple, and next thing you know, you're gonna be just you're laughing along with us. Yeah, <laughs> you're addicted. That you're an alcoholic anonymous. Yeah, and then you got some. There's problems, an intervention. It's worth it. You know, the experience are cool. You might laugh. Yeah, you might laugh. Yeah, dude. Anything I say, it's not for real. It's fake. <laughs> I don't I don't mean to hurt <laughs> I don't mean to hurt <laughs> My intentions are just to like get a giggle out of you, you know? Or or out of yeah. me. <laughs> Some and of these giggles they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's giggling, goddammit. All right, so I got this crazy-ass sister, right? <laughs> um, I love her. You know, she she cries a lot sometimes. <laughs> you know, but that just shows she's human. <laughs> and I cry a lot, too, but I just do it in private. And I don't and, cry. And that makes me have problems. Dude, sometimes I have so much vented up in me, I guess. Like, that some, a simple-ass shit will have me tearing up. <laughs> See, I can't get there. I want to. 
Oh, man. It feels I, so good. I haven't cried in so long. Not even, and I'm not like saying that being proud. I just don't even know. No, I feel bad for you. How to do that, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the very special part where we bring on our very special guest. Um, yeah, so the last time Alec cried was um, on his oh, birthday. Oh, we were talking about crying earlier. Yeah. On his birthday this year, I got, I made him like a really sentimental card. <laughs> and he cried. What what did it say? <laughs> this is how we're starting this. <laughs> yeah, I think it's perfect. It's Alec crying. Well, you said I don't even remember when the last time was, so I figured I'd remind you. Yeah, that's true. I remember very very clear now. Dude, you know, I I think the last time I cried was, um, I was listening to the Bobby Bone Show, right? <laughs> and this kid called called the station. Because he didn't know what to do. The kid was like 12, 12 years old, right? And he said that his parents would go into stores without masks. And he would wear a mask because he would follow the rules. And he'd get so embarrassed whenever, like, his parents would fight that shit. Whenever people would tell him to put a mask on. And they would fight it. And I'm just thinking, like, fuck, man. Like, that's got to suck for that kid, you know? And, like, I fucking just teared up. Dang. So, because he... Wait. So, the kid was crying because he had to wear a mask? No. The kid was saying that he was embarrassed whenever his parents uh, would fight people because they didn't want to wear a mask. Oh, I see. So, he was... And, like... like, Yeah, the kid was, like, following the rules. It's like, hey, let's just follow the rules. But the parents were, like, the the stupid ones. Yeah. And, like, that shit made me sad, man, because it's like, fuck, this poor kid... He's like, how does he have more common sense than the parents? You know, to just follow the rules. Yeah, straight up, dude. That's and it, it just made me sad. That's hard, dude. I mean, that yeah, for that kid too, especially because he's like, I mean, that's something you grew up with, and you're probably gonna think about in your forties. Is the time your parents? Oh yeah. Like listen to you and shit. Yeah, I think everybody's oh, yeah. like mentally scarred from the pandemic. <laughs> oh yeah, you think so? definitely how how did how did that affect you how did what how did that affect you what covid like the pandemic yeah okay before we like get into that you want to talk you want to tell people a little bit of um your mental instabilities at times <laughs> or I, I don't know how to I refer them to I don't even know to. why I agreed to this I don't want to talk about it anymore what prescriptions are you on <laughs> no not that but I it's like I would introduce myself and tell everybody a little about me um back up back off from the mic by telling you what prescriptions I take <laughs> and if no, you like take any of them we are like-minded <laughs> But no, you have like really, you get really bad anxiety or attacks, right? Yeah, I do. They're called panic attacks. <laughs> Fuck. Um, you know, it made me so sad the first time I, I heard you tell me that. Yeah. Because I, I just felt like stupid. Because how did I never notice that you went through shit like that? Yeah, it was definitely hard. I think like growing up in a like a Mexican traditionally Mexican household, like. Mental health isn't one of the things that's, like, very commonly talked about. Like, you don't just say, like, hey, mom, I have anxiety. They're like, que es eso, you know? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is that? Clean your room. Que es ansiedad. Like, they don't, you know. 
And that's not it's like, just, all. It's just like that's not how. Yeah, I mean that they never were raised that way either, you know. Right. Yeah, one of my homies from Mexico was talking to me, and he's like, "Yeah, my kid has ADD." And in Mexico, you tell someone you have ADD, they're like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. There's no they're, such they're, thing, you know. They're just like, "Oh, he's inquieto." Yeah. <laughs> inquieto, <laughs> or like that, you do it for attention, or you're like, yeah. Um, everybody in like our family, I think that that I was really stuck up or like very, I don't know, bitchy, but literally yeah, I was I, just having panic attacks. <laughs> it was just so, your room. Yeah. It's not funny. Obviously it's, it's not, not funny, but, but I like, mean, that's how you, that's how I cope with it. I think like mm-hmm. you have to make light of the situation and like, it's good to laugh at yourself and look back at the, at the things that could have caused you anxiety back then. And they don't anymore. Exactly. That's what I usually try and do right now. Instead of, as soon as I feel like crying, I just start laughing out of nowhere. Just because, like, it's better. Yeah, that's called mania. (laughs) (laughs) And And then I feel a little crazy because there's tears coming down my eyes, my face. But I'm, like, kind of laughing. And then at that point, I feel like I'm, I look like the the Joker. Joker. It's a hard laugh. (laughs) And tears coming down. Damn. I'm like, what is wrong with me? At what age did you realize that you had like anxiety? Like when did was the first time that you were like, "Oh shit, I I know what this is and it's it's real." Who me? Obviously me. Okay. Um, I vividly remember like this little Dalmatian stuffed animal that I would carry around everywhere because it was like my thing that would help me with anxiety. I guess as a kid was like having something familiar with me everywhere I went. And Princessa, I remember right? wh- what? Princessa, right? That's what yeah, you that's her? what the name of it was. I called it Princessa, which means princess. No. Duh, because I was a basic bitch since <laughs> since day one, and I left it at a park overnight. And this is when we used to live in Dallas, and we used to go to this park by the Brahms ice cream place. I don't know if you remember Caesar. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and I left it there, and I literally was, like, crying, and I couldn't breathe, and I told, like, mom and dad, and dad got up, like, it was probably, like, two in the morning, and he drove to the park to go get it. And he he, found it? Yeah, he found it. Holy shit, I don't remember that. Yeah, but I think that was one of the first, like, panic attacks that I remember, like, feeling like I couldn't breathe because I didn't have, like, this one item with me. Which yeah, is you're security kind of blanket, silly, but you know. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what age that was. Maybe like six. You were very, yeah. I was. I did what fifth grade in Dallas. Yeah, I was in so first grade. So I was eleven. So yeah, you were like six. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So you, at that age, you didn't know what it was, but you knew right. that something was wrong. Yeah. In a way. I I don't know. My parents, I guess, one time thought it was asthma, too, because, like, it would just be, like, these times where I felt like I couldn't breathe. And Dad would always joke and say, like, oh, I'm going to call a helicopter to come get you because, like, you can't breathe. And it was mm-hmm. so cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I feel but like... But my dad's crazy. Like, if like I was dying, he would probably be able to get that done. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. he Dad knows so many fucking people. <laughs> like, anything we ever need done, he knows a guy for that. Like, I know it's kind of cliche to say that. Yeah. But, like, it's for real. He fucking knows everybody. Any kind of work, any kind of work that you need, he knows it. A guy. Yeah. Yeah, for every fucking thing. I was like, who the hell is this guy when we had, when I was stay over there? And he just has a guy like fixing the wall, fixing the floor. Oh yeah. You know? I'm just like, what the fuck, man? He's like, Yeah, we're gonna go over to this dude's house. He's got a fucking whole uh like woodworking shop in his backyard. <laughs> and I'm like, Is he home? And he's like, No, I just let me use it. I was like, Okay. <laughs> you know? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But um yeah, I feel like a lot of people struggle with anxiety in general. And a lot of, like, I think people are so ashamed to even talk about it. Like, I have people that are just, like, I'll be at work sometimes and I'm like, hey, dude, like, when you stare at me when I'm working, I have anxiety and that makes me, like, freak out and I might not be able to do the job as good as I would be able to do if you weren't staring at me. And I tell, like, my bosses that. You say that? Yeah, I tell people that. I'm like, hey, like, I, I freak out a little bit. Like, I have anxiety. Like, just back up. And they are very responsive because they're like, oh, shit. Like, I feel that too sometimes. I know exactly what you're talking about. But we're always scared to speak up. And yeah, say that. and I've been trying to be more, like, vocal about it because I've realized I've crumbled in life from not telling people how I'm feeling. And I've even had some of, like, the most hood motherfuckers, like, come up to me and be like, dude, I feel that shit too. But no one talks yeah. about it. You know, no one's aware and they're like, you know, no one... That sucks. Gangsters have feelings too. Yeah, man, and that, <laughs> I think that's a that's a big a big deal in in today's society, especially like being on your phone. I even find myself when I'm playing video games, like if I'm playing video games for too long and I go outside, I'm like anxious and I just feel like I'm on edge all the time. So I had to stop playing video games so that I wouldn't feel that way. So I think it's very dominant in a lot of people, but no one talks about it. That's why we're here to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, make it make make people feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like speaking up, like you said. Like, I don't think I've ever had the balls to to say that to anybody. And like, I have, I feel the exact same way. Yeah. Like, no matter how small, even if it's some just something at home, I'm trying to screw something in. If you're staring at me, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna take me twice as long. It's gonna you know, be so long. And yeah. I mean, I've skipped school. Like I grew up with truancy because I didn't want to do a project in front of the class or I knew that my grade, my paper was going to get graded by the person next to me and I didn't want to get a bad grade. So they thought of me a certain way. Like I would skip school for those things. And like back then I just like played it off like, yeah, I'm too gangster. Like I'm not going to go to that fucking school. But in my head, it was just because <laughs> of that stupid shit where I have anxiety <laughs> You know? Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. But hey, thanks for that truancy word because I used to know 200 words. Now I know 201. Oh, Caesar, you didn't know what truancy was? Hey, <laughs> my sister said she did not know how illiterate I was until she started listening to the podcast. <laughs> you know what I have to say to that? Thank you for for making me aware and um, I would do better. You're welcome. I would be less illiterate. Yeah. 
I'll read a book or two. Does that give you anxiety? <laughs> Not really. I see. I don't I really know how you don't have anxiety. I just like. I dude. I'm. I. I don't know either. But you me. have a lot of like, confidence. Yeah. I, I. But I. I don't know. I guess I've. I, I seem like that. But like under underneath it all, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna <laughs> do. You know. You're just I happy because uh, you're like dumb. You just <laughs> no, care. I just I just somehow always end up pulling something out of my ass and like making making it work. You know, like I'm a fucking survivalist. <laughs> you know, like yeah. a procrastinator out the ass, man. But like I I'm a procrastinator because, like I said, I, I figure it out somehow. But like you said, we grew up like together and I had so much anxiety growing up and you just didn't. Yeah, you had anxiety and like kind of like depression a little bit. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I don't want to like call you out, no, but like like great. this is what we're talking about. You yeah. know, like you suffer from like anxiety and like depression and like that's yeah. some of the most common ones and then pretty serious that even though is the most common ones, people still still don't want to acknowledge it or, or still feel embarrassed to share. I think like, but like society has gotten better, like about the stigma around mental health, but oh yeah. Um, yeah. And it's so crazy because like the podcast that I listen to, some of them uh, apparently like a uh, uh, better help is an advertisement for it. And like, even on the commercials, they're like, now that mental health is in like, get better help to help you with shit like yeah. that. But it's so weird to hear that mental health is in. Yeah. Because it's like, that should have always been a thing. It's always been a thing. Like, I remember I was on depression medication from like fourth grade after I drank beer for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> you had an intervention. Yeah. You started at four. Yeah. You had an intervention at five. But I was in like fourth grade and I remember being at my friend's house and he was like, because I was taking my medication. He's like, oh, my mom takes that too. And I was like, really? Because they were like a really oh. perfect family, I thought. Like, mm-hmm. not that depression doesn't make you a perfect family, but I would have no idea that, like, she would take depression medication. And when I found out she did, I was like, hell yeah. Like, that made me feel better about it. So it's cool yeah. to know that, like, everybody out there, even in, like, behind the scenes, like, they're dealing with shit. You know, their mm-hmm. own shit, their own demons, whatever you want to call it. Everybody's fighting a demon, man. For sure. And, like, you know, we grew up together, and I feel like our childhood is pretty great. Like, we have great parents. They're still together, which is super rare, I think, nowadays. And you like, were way more privileged. Than yeah. Me. We grew up in <laughs> such a loving home, and I still dealt with those mental health issues. So that just, like, comes to show that, even if you don't have any trauma early on, like you can still suffer from from depression or anxiety. Like it's a literal chemical imbalance in your brain. Yeah, yeah, it's that's so crazy because for the most part, like you were the little princess, you know. Yeah. And like you were the more privileged one. You were the baby, the more spoiled, all that shit. And like you still suffered from from things that like I don't think I've ever felt i know i feel anxiety at times you know mm-hmm. but like depression i don't i don't i don't think i've ever really felt that way 
I feel sad. I feel sad a lot. Yeah. I love sad music. You love but sad music. You love I sad love music. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you also grew up, like, a woman, you know? Yeah. And growing up as, as a woman is oh, it's completely different. It's totally you know? different. And, like, I grew up super, like, in a loving home and also, like, very active in school and, like, excelled in, like, whatever I was in. So, like, nobody really knew the struggles I was facing and I like you said Alec like about that lady taking the antidepressants like she seemed like perfect life like I was kind of the same like I yeah because you were killing it I was killing you it. were I fucking was, like, killing it you were in high school like I was cool yeah. and like good grades, good grades. Actors, I everything. was like in theater like academic scholarships you name it um but I still like think every day to myself like why do i want to die like that's not normal yeah yeah that's so sad i I hate hearing that shit man i know you know what song makes me cry that makes me think of you (laughs) what whenever whenever marion morris released girl you are the first person that song made me think of and i was like Fuck, man. <laughs> like, it's so hard for a fucking, like, for for girls, man. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, every time, every time, man. Dude, yes. And you know what's crazy? When I hear that song, I think of Ariani. Really? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, well, that's the next level, man. Yeah, that's, I'm that's like, the next I level. want to protect her with like my whole being because the world is so shitty to women sometimes like even yesterday i had a super terrifying experience at horse tooth like i had my best friend was having like a really rough mental health day and i'm like super into like if you like are not feeling okay or having like bad thoughts like call me and i will like be there in a second so that's the type of bitch I am. So she called me and I said, come on over. And so she came over and every time I call you, you never pick up. <laughs> Dude, like, but if you tell me like, Hey, like I'm going to kill myself, I'll fucking pick up. <laughs> okay. I, now I know. There I know. You go. I'm really bad at getting back to people. So, but anyway, so she came over and I live like seven minutes from horse tooth reservoir, which is like this beautiful reservoir in Fort Collins where we live. So we jumped in the water, like, in our underwear and didn't notice that there was like this guy fishing like kind of over a rock that we couldn't see until we got into the water and we were like okay that's a little creepy and so we put our clothes back on got out of the water and he was kind of like trying to make conversation with us and was like how's the water we were like Mm -hmm. it's pretty fucking cold don't recommend it or whatever and he kept trying to make conversation with us and we were like all right have a good day and you could tell he was just like drunk and he had like a fishing pole and like some other things in his hand and Mm -hmm. we were like that's creepy like not okay that he saw us in our underwear like that's so weird And so, and then just to be so nonchalant about it. Yeah. And so we like got dressed and started hiking up the mountain. He's like, Oh, wait for me, girls. Like, I don't know where the trail is. And we were like, "Uh, We're not waiting for you. So we literally started like hiking up like as fast as we could. Like, my legs are all scratched up from that. And he was like right on our ass, like pretty close. So he's still, he was still following us. Yeah, he was still following us. And like, um, pretty close to us and 
he was still like trying to make conversation with us and I just kept saying like okay go you know find your own trail have a good day and he wouldn't like he just kept trying to talk to us and we got to a point where my friend was like really freaked out and hyperventilating and she was like I can't breathe like I need to stop and so we stopped behind like this big boulder and she was like let's hide behind it because we were like fucking terrified like I said our phones were dead we had like nothing on us and um so we stopped behind the boulder and I shit you not this guy comes and I see his hand on top of the boulder and it was like a fucking scary movie I was like fuck my life so Holy I was shit. like in survival mode so I grabbed a fucking humongous rock and I just held it in my hand and he stood up and he was like oh you girls really did it this time you led me on a goose chase and we were like why are you what following us does he listen to the pod <laughs> I really fucking hope not and I said why are you following us and he said because I thought you knew where the trail was and I said I told you down there that we didn't you have to find your own trail and he was like, oh, he's like, I feel like you're being kind of rude. I was like, I have no obligation to be nice to you. And I don't appreciate you following us and making us feel uncomfortable. And he just kept going on and on about how we led him on this goose chase. And we were so creeped out. And I was like, kind of getting bitchy. This... And he said, um, I can't believe you're talking to me like this on Father's Day. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? I don't know you. And um, he was like you you're gonna get lost up here anyways and then i was like don't what the fuck? <laughs> yeah he's like you're just gonna get lost up here anyways and i was like don't get a rock thrown at your your head because i was like about fucking ready to do it mind you he was like so fucking close to us and he was like oh no you don't have to do all that blah 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 and i was like he just kept talking to me i was like well if you keep talking to me i'm gonna throw this rock at your fucking head and yeah, yeah. Well, what was your friend doing she was literally having a panic attack like Fuck, it was man. so terrifying and there was like it's... nobody really around there and like i go up there all the time and like people up there know that like if you're up there you're up there to like fucking relax and shit and nobody like bothers you and this guy was mm -hmm. just such a fucking creep see that's why i get so mad at pam whenever her phone's like below 20 percent. i'm like <laughs> why yeah why my phone Charge is your always phone? dead ah man see at least like you you got the the better instinct where you reacted instead of just like freezing up, kind of like your friend did, you know. Like luckily yeah. you were there, because like man, I feel like if when you freeze up and like if you're a female and a fucking guy could just do whatever the fuck, man. Yeah, I was super surprised like, in myself. I like had no idea that I was gonna be so ready to fucking hit this guy upside the head with man. this boulder. I was kind of like, oh, you're a bad bitch. That's that's fucking awesome. I feel like I would fucking freeze. Even being a guy, I'd be like, oh, what do you want, sir? <laughs> Please leave. Yeah. <laughs> you can follow me home, whatever. Follow me on the trail, to the house, wherever. Follow the podcast. Yeah, follow the, <laughs> yeah, follow the podcast. Yeah, dude, that's super fucked up. When I heard that's that, so that scary, it, it man. definitely bummed me out that, like, now I got to think about even her going up to her horse tooth. Mm -hmm. She's got, you know, like, Say I'm like yeah, at it, work or chilling at home or something. Like I have to think about if she's going up by herself, because you don't get so any that cell phone service up there. So it's like now that gives you anxiety. If you like, yeah. you know that she's gonna be up there. You're like, fuck. And then, you're gonna be thinking about. And it then I'm time. thinking about things like, okay, do we like get a gun for her? Like pepper spray? Like what? But then I also I'm thinking about like, would you shoot him? 
I think so. I was I, pretty fucking ready she, to throw yeah, that rock. Like, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I killed him multiple yeah, I think she times. Would. And that's a bad scene too. His, yeah, I know. I thought that. I was like, if I throw this rock at this guy, it's gonna knock him the fuck yeah, out, and like assault. he's gonna go flying down, like this mountain. See, dude, you, she was ready to throw the rock, and she was already looking at the next rock she was about to yeah, throw. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> she was ready. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I gotta charge my phone and call Alec and tell him I probably just killed this guy. <laughs> like, yeah, and then shit, I had to wow. take him to Texas to a hog farm. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> Damn. Um, it's crazy. So, how do you deal with anxiety? Like, usually, what what's your best uh, coping mechanism? Um... So I smoke a lot of pot, obviously. <laughs> um, since since when? You know, since, I don't since think since you moved to Colorado. No, I've been smoking for for quite some time. I don't think I've been like not high for like two days since maybe like freshman year high school. I don't know, sophomore. I'm year. so proud of my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I know, I know, but I mean, I didn't. Our fucking parents were Mexican. They didn't take me to a psychiatrist and give me anxiety medication. What did you expect? <laughs> exactly. And I had no idea. And nobody, yeah. I had no clue. That so it was like you a... You didn't know she was smoking weed? No. Nope. I was so sneaky. I was so good. She would sneak out the house and I'd be passed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do be snoring. Yeah, all my family, they're all like very deep sleepers. So <laughs> yeah. just crack a window, climb up in my tree and... Smoke a little, smoke a little water bottle. <laughs> you never invited me. So rude. No, I was scared that you would tell mom and dad because you were like a goody two shoes. Dude, mom caught me smoking a cigarette one time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like seventeen, and it was it was um, around the teas when we were taking the teas, or I don't know what the hell tests we were taking. Mm-hmm. And like, I I, uh, I had one. I was sitting in the back of the car. It was like it was like midnight, and then mom just comes out and she's like, "¿Qué estás haciendo?" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Ma, it's because I'm stressed because of the test." <laughs> you are so lame. <laughs> I need a cigarette. I, need a I was like, I was like, "Mom, I'm so stressed. The test test." <laughs> oh, That's a good excuse, though. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I think I might have been stressed or just trying to be cool, one of the two. Yeah. Yeah, I went, I smoked cigarettes <laughs> for a little bit. Same. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I ain't done that shit in a while, but I, so dude, gross, I still honestly. remember. Yeah. Like, I, like, was, I would smoke, like, cigarettes socially in college, and then I caught myself, like, buying my own pack of Camel Crush menthols, and I was like, that's kind of fucking gross. Yeah. <laughs> they make me complicated. Yeah. Dude, that is so frowned upon nowadays. Like, people would rather watch you smoke weed than smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. 100%. You'd get canceled. Yeah. But and I think now you have to be 21, right, to buy cigarettes? I have no idea. Even a lighter, dude. What? Yeah, you got to be over oh, yeah, 21 to I buy got a lighter. I did at Walgreens when I was trying to buy To buy lighters. a lighter? I was like, what yeah, the heck? Anything to do with smoking, you have to be a certain age. That's good. Fuck it. Fuck it. But anyway, to answer your question, how do I cope with anxiety? Um, so I'm so not here to like weed. what? I smoke weed. A lot of weed. I smoke and weed. What else? 
I like to spend a lot of time like in nature. I feel like that helps my anxiety and moving to Colorado has been like huge for me mentally. Um, and I'm not here to like promote medication, but medication has really helped me conquer like a lot of my mental health battles. And like, I think that, you know, getting the right dosage and talking to somebody is super important when you struggle with these things. Cause like you can self-medicate all you want, but there comes a point where that could be detrimental to you or, you know, like make things worse yeah. and not actually addressing the problem. It, it just comes down to also just like your circle, the people that you surround yourself with have a lot to do with that as well. right? Definitely. Um, I actually got a good question kind of regarding that from my friend, Claudia, shout out. Claudia oh, yeah, we have some Houston. questions. Um, she, Apple. Claudia Apple. Yeah. She is my good friend from Houston. She actually used to, um, kind of produce and help me manage Alex's old podcast. Um, Boo. <laughs> but yeah, she's awesome. So shout out to her. She asked, how do you deal with friends that don't take mental health seriously? Like people who brush off mental illnesses, um, which I think is a good question. And like we were talking about earlier, being like a person of color and growing up in like a Hispanic family, that's like I dealt with my family not taking it seriously before friends. So that kind of like set me up for that. Um, but I think that like the first step is talking about it with them, like just being like, Hey, this shit like really bothers me. Or if they like laugh at something that you say, like I've had experiences like that where I'm like, Oh, this gives me anxiety. And my friends are like, Oh yeah, that's like whatever. Cause like, that's kind of a term that you use in like everyday like convo. Mm -hmm. But like when I say it, I'm like, I'm actually having anxiety and I can't breathe. <laughs> But, like, if they don't take that seriously, like, after you talk to them, and, like, you should feel comfortable enough to talk to your friends about it. Like, if they're your friends, they'll understand. And if not, like, you cut them, Cut them off. You don't need that They're shit. not friends. Yeah. Like, exactly. Cut them off, sis. They're not for you. Exactly. So, in other words, how do you deal with friends that don't take mental health serious? You fucking cut, you them, cut them off. off. <laughs> and. Yeah, they like if they, don't, be your friends. if they don't take that seriously Fair and like enough. that's a part of you and what you struggle with, then and like I said, first talk to them, like don't just go yeah, around cutting people off because like some people can be very like receiving to that information and very understanding. Um, so course. definitely give them a chance and be like, hey, this is something I struggle with and like you're my friend and I want you to know and like maybe you could do these things to help me like with my struggles and. If they're a good friend, I feel like they'll be like, heck yeah, like I'll do whatever the fuck you ask. Exactly. All you have to do is communicate. Yeah, like communication it's that simple. is definitely important. It's, it's the simplest thing, but it's also one of the hardest things to do, you know? Yeah, I feel like. Because like you don't want to make you don't want to offend them because like you don't want to make them feel bad for doing something that they didn't know that kind of triggered you, you know? Right. So it's like. Instead of speaking up, we just kind of shut up and and it just sucks. Yeah. So just communicate. Definitely. Let them know. And then if you, whenever you tell them how you feel and then they still do it, then it's like, okay, well, fuck yeah. you. You don't care about it. Like I already told it. you. So. so. Mm-hmm. What about depression? How do you How do you deal with that? That is still something that I struggle with. Um... I think, like, whenever you 
deal with depression it's kind of like a lifelong battle and like as you grow older like you experience more things in your life that like kind of trigger depressive episodes or like traumas that you go through in your adult life like shit gets hard (laughs) um but see like for for you what what is something that that like you feel really sad about like what 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 are some things that you kind of think of like i i I just want to understand you know gosh i'm like so sad about everything (laughs) i'm like (laughs) (laughs) i'm so pitiful (laughs) um i don't know just like the whole world makes me sad (laughs) like just like humanity and like how people treat each other and like knowing that we're just like toxic to each other and harmful to the earth like it's just really shitty like realizing that and I know that like why do you think you know sometimes I wake up and I'm like why the fuck do I care about the rest of the world like exactly but like that's depression and sometimes like no matter what like you get sad about other shit or sometimes I just like start to think of all the negative things in my life even if there's positive things going on like Mm-hmm. The negatives outweigh the positives, no matter how simple they are. Um, yeah. It just becomes, like, a really huge fucking deal. Like, I will cry if I, like, misplace something or... Yeah, I think a big thing for me with depression was... If realizing I had a number one. And then when I did go to the doctor, finally, and, like, get prescribed depression medication... The one thing depression medication helped me with was figuring out what happiness felt like again. Like, I feel like I was so depressed after a little bit, and I just was, like, going through the motions that I forgot what happiness felt like. So every time I would take the depression medication, like, it would boost my dopamine in my head, and I remembered what it felt like to be happy. And Mm -hmm. that was a big deal for me, and it helped me get off the medication, too, because... I figured out, like, I was doing a lot of stuff that wasn't making me happy. Like, my depression was, like, kicking my ass because I was doing stuff that I hated how, every day. How old were you? How old were you whenever when I first took depression medication? Mm-hmm. 13? That's so 14. young. Yeah, when I first got on it. And then, like... I've been, like, figuring out my life. Another reason why, like, we moved to Colorado was because of the idea of, like, I was doing so much stuff that didn't make me happy. And I was trying to figure out, Mm -hmm. like, I was like, this makes me happy. This makes me happy. So why can't I live a life around that? I feel like a lot of people are like, I can't wait for that vacation one time a year so I can be happy. But the rest of the year, I'm fucking upset. But I look forward Mm -hmm. to this vacation. And I, I look at it as, like, why can't you live? that vacation every day your life should be a vacation. yeah you know and that's as corny as that it's true though because like that's something that helps my my depression is like i wake up every day and i get to see the fucking mountains and i'm like what's depression after i i see that in a way you know like obviously Mm -hmm. i still deal with it but it helps because i'm in a place that helps that or i'm doing something like you know i was doing a lot of like motions like keeping up with the joneses um, I don't know that reference. Like, I, you got to buy a new car to hang out with this guy. Oh, you know, okay, you got to, okay, like, okay. if you don't have yeah. that nice house, now your life's struggling. If you don't have those new shoes, 
you know, like I was living my yeah. life around, I guess, for the for other people instead of myself. Dude, you cut your own hair now. <laughs> yeah, dude, I haven't gotten a haircut in fucking almost two years. You cut- I cut his hair now. <laughs> yeah, like you don't pay for that shit. Back then, you always had to be at the fucking barber. Like now, dude, every week, I got my haircut every wow. week. Shout out to Miguel. And like, I, okay. yeah, you know, so I miss I that go, shit. I gotta go next week. But I gotta go next. Yeah, week. but I just like figured out. Like, I was like, I'll save that fucking, you know, forty dollars or whatever, fifty bucks. Shit, I dude, I pay sixty. I pay one hundred and twenty to to fucking cut my hair. That's like already yeah. going away. Oh, it's already going away. Like, no, that's, <laughs> that's a whole another bill. That's what I mean. But that's what you do. Like, especially in Houston, you know, yeah. like image is is a big deal well dude it's just about like whenever i get a haircut dude it's the confidence yeah. man it's like it's basically the equivalent of a girl wearing makeup. exactly i agree 100%. but it's only for like the first few days like since i ha- i've been cutting my own hair hair i definitely don't feel the confidence i would get if i went to the barber mm-hmm. you know yeah, like i, know I don't mean. feel that confident with my haircut it's just like a buzz cut but I'm I'm working on myself, you know. Yeah. Dude, the last time I, I I did a walk-in haircut, it was um, it was uh with a barber that I I didn't really fuck with, you know. And whenever I got done with the haircut, I I didn't have that same feeling that I had with my usual barber. And it it, it counts, man. Yeah, it does. It fucking counts. And I put it under the category of you taking care of yourself. Exactly. You know, I, I feel like everyone should take that. Like, I'm, since, like, everything's opening back up, dude, I'm going to go get my feet done. Like, I'm going to go get a fucking mm-hmm. pedicure. Gross. Self-care. But that's huge. Like, I'm on my feet all day, dude. My feet fucking hurt. You know, I'm doing shit. I'm wearing boots. Like, the least I could do for myself is, like, go get a fucking pedicure or some shit, which I advocate for. <laughs> I do. Um, I advocate. Everyone's always nervous. All the guys are nervous. They're like, I don't want to be able to make fun of my feet. I don't like people touching my feet. Dude, that shit's the fucking, it's the fucking best. Yeah, because guys' feet are usually pretty fucked yeah. up. <laughs> but I wear socks all the time. I wear socks in the shower. <laughs> I wear socks in the... <laughs> you wear Not socks JK. in the shower, you freak. It's a joke. Uh, it's a joke. Only in the pool. But what do you what do you do for your mental health, Caesar? What's your your go to <laughs> if you're feeling down Dude. or in a slump? Caesar Dude, is I'm, never in a slump. Uh, <laughs> that boy uh, was born with so much serotonin. That's why I don't Dude, have I, any. <laughs> no lie, I feel like I was put into the world <laughs> to take all the punches, like from everybody, and then I just soak it all up. And then with them, like, expressing themselves to me, it makes me happy, even though, like, I have everything vented up in me. But, like, just just helping others, like, just kind of helps me. And I don't focus on the bad shit. Like, back then, I used to think about the bad shit a lot. But, like, my life is really good right now, bro. <laughs> so even whenever there's, like, bad shit that happens, I just focus on what I do have. And it's all about perspective. Like, I could be having the worst day, but <clears throat> if I just think about if I just think about the, the the good shit, I just kind of forget about it. 
you know I, it, I'm a weird I'm a really weird case <laughs> cause like my head is all fucked up but like and, and but person, you don't let it like overcome look. you which no, is really because I feel like if I start being all down, I don't want to bring another person down. Like, I just want to make people happy. Yeah. I mean, that's something that, like, comes along with depression, too, is, like, a lot of the times I feel like I'm a burden or, like, you know, that I can weigh people down because, like, I I go through these thoughts oh, and shit like that. Trust me, I feel like I don't matter sometimes. <laughs> like, I feel like, like I don't oh fuck I, I'm, I'm about to, I guess yeah sometimes I feel like I'm not important all the time to who and and I, I don't know to the world uh, to the world in a way but what helps me get the fuck out of that it's like I just think about about the, my kids you know yeah dude anytime I ever feel sad about like just nobody caring about me I um I just think about the kids and like um what life would be without me, you know? Like I can't do that to my yeah, kids. Yeah, you're like their whole world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I would never I I could never leave my kids. Yeah. So whenever you have that mentality with my dog <laughs> With with Onero, that wild child. Yeah, because that's like unconditional love, man. Like dogs are like therapy. I feel. Yeah. Like, no matter what mood I'm in, or like I feel like it's the same way with your kids. Like they don't know what's going on in in your head. Like they still love you all the time. And then I have another one coming. Dude, that's so like, exciting. Yo, I know. I'm like. I, dude, you ha- I cannot fucking wait. Like, sometimes Pam's think, she thinks that since I'm not talking about the baby uh, all the time, like, in my head, that's literally all I fucking think yeah. about, you know? But, like, I, I want her to kind of in- enjoy that feeling. And, and I don't want to take anything away from her. Like, I want her to have all that excitement. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be o- overexcite her. Excuse me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's weird. But, like, I can't wait. We have we have everything. Well, we're getting everything that we literally want for her. And it's such an amazing feeling to to be able to provide that for her right now. You know? Because, yeah. like, with with the other ones. The other ones. Wow. Way to fucking describe your children. <laughs> With the other, with the other mocosos. <laughs> with the other. Like, with with Jason and Ariani, I, I don't know how to refer the, to them sometimes. You oh, know? Oh, <laughs> your yeah. kids. That's how you but, refer to them. Nah, leave that shit there. <laughs> Do not edit this, bro. It's just me. But, like, for, for Jason and Ariani, like, I wasn't in the best financial position, you know? Yeah, so, or relationship, I feel like this... Yeah, this no, it was, it was it was a mess. Like, so good for you, and you guys are so oh. happy and so in love, and I love seeing that. So shout out Pam. The way love the ya. way Pam loves the kids, yeah. like the way she, she can stand them because, <laughs> like everybody loves her. Like for that's one of the biggest reasons, you know, because yeah. like she just came came in and just completely took over, and 
Like the kids love her, and that right there was like, okay, well, I have to marry her. Yeah. You know, like this is the one. Alex told you that if you guys get married, he gets to punch you in the face. Is that right? Oh. <laughs> that is a hundred percent. Oh my god, correct. that is that is true. Punch you in the face as hard as at, I can at your wedding. At the what? wedding. So in the pictures, you have um, a black guy. Babe, I love you. I guess we're staying engaged forever. <laughs> <laughs> we're staying engaged forever, babe. Um, but yeah, dude, it was so crazy. It's so crazy that I, that I even... I called that, that like, shit. Yeah. As so soon it, as you it, I called it. It just comes to show that when you... Like, when you need to marry your best friend. Well, it's... It, it's a good, it's a good choice. Yeah. You know, because she was my best friend for eight months. <laughs> you know, like I, I was, I would talk to like other girls and shit, but like I would tell Alec, like, I wish they were more like Pam, you know, like that's something that I, I always yeah. refer to. It's like, fuck. And then he was like, well, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> and then what? One time she, she took a trip to, to London with her cousin, and that's kind of when, when I realized, like... You missed her. Fuck. Yeah, I was like, she's, she's in a whole other country. She's fucking 15 hours away on plane. Like, I, I, I was like, no, I, I can't, also I can't order you be without her. while she was in London? Like, that's a real-ass bitch. No, I tried to. I tried to get her oh. to order me some Papa John's. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, man, like whenever she, she left the country to go to fucking London and I, I realized that she, I wasn't at arm's reach with her. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, man. I fucking love this girl, you know? Cute. And that was actually like exactly two years ago. Two years ago, I got the memories whenever we were like FaceTiming and she was over there. Well, Alec and I were never friends, so... <laughs> <laughs> but see we met on it, it's Tinder. different well well what i'm saying is like okay. if if you if you have a if you're a guy or a girl and like you have a best friend yeah sometimes they're the one you like you connect with like don't be afraid to give it a chance yeah and if if you're a real last friend then you're you're gonna be able to just go back to being friends you know yeah and if you don't go back, that means one person had more feelings for the other, and y'all shouldn't be friends anyways. <laughs> <laughs> then you're just going to be hurt. Toxic. <laughs> Toxic as fuck, man. But you say, well, okay, y'all, y'all weren't friends, but, like, y'all are working it out now. Yeah, we're becoming friends. Remember? Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> you, ch- <laughs> you went to Colorado for him. <laughs> Who, us? Yeah. I said you went to Colorado for him. Okay, look, so let me clarify this. <laughs> On a previous episode, my brother made it seem like I just followed Alec <laughs> to Colorado, and that is very much not true. He came and it's got like my he came and got my ass from Texas with all my little belongings and my dogs, and he stole me. So basically, oh shit, I was stolen. He stole you. I, that's what my, that's what Dad did with Mom. Se la robó. Yeah. That's what happened to me. Uh, but well, now this time I think Dad had you on a silver platter. He's like, take yeah. her. <laughs> it was, it was a little different. And he was in the backyard. He said, bye. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. They were just like, okay, bye. And I was like, yeah. what the heck? And your mom was crying. <laughs> yeah, my mom was the only one crying. Really? My dad was just like, here you go. Like, I'll come visit. Mom always Take cries. the crazy. <laughs> Dude, if I go... Uh-huh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I was just having like a really rough mental time anyway at that point in my life. So I think the move was really good anyway. Yeah, and so I, I didn't move I still here just stand. for you. I moved also because I needed, I was searching for myself and needed something different. I, I still can't stand y'all because as soon as I fucking go to Colorado, I get out of state. Y'all fucking go and y'all decide to move. And I'm just jealous all the fucking time. We weren't even going to move like, here. We were going to move to Portland. Portland. I know. That was just a pit stop. Yeah. And we just stopped here. Y'all weren't even, y'all weren't even going to stay. I, I told y'all fucking you have to stop in Colorado. Yeah. I wasn't going to. And, and yeah. I know. And I was like, after I went, I was like, bro, you have to stop in Colorado. No. You stayed there for three days and that was, that's all you needed. Yeah. We like got high and saw Assholes. the mountains, and we were like, "This is it." <laughs> yeah, I fucking love, it. I fucking love it. And we're we're probably gonna go back in December um, for for our one year anniversary of getting engaged. We're gonna go with baby girl. Um, she should be about what four or five months. She's, we're gonna put her in one of those big old um, jackets. Where she's just like stuck like that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I love that. She can't even Christmas move. Story. I wish they made those in, like, yeah. adult size because it looks cozy as hell. Yeah. They probably do shit. What do you like? You just get Airbnb and shit? What do you mean? Like yeah, more than likely. Stuff like you did last time? Oh, yeah. When, when I got there and got engaged. Oh. Good times. Yeah, that was fun. I. I was so happy when you guys came out here. Yeah. Me too. And then we went back just for y'all. Yeah, that was fun too. In the span, in the span of three months, we drove up there twice. I'm excited for you to come back this time because I know more about what's going on out here. You need to take me out to the fucking eight, uh, UFO site yeah, place. Yeah, I will, dude. Oh yeah, I'm excited well, to start camping this summer. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Well, we're not gonna be we're gonna able to go anytime soon. What? We're gonna. I said we're not gonna be able to go anytime soon over there. Camping? Oh, in, in Colorado with y'all. All right, so we have more questions. My friend Veronica asked, um, "What part of your routine is most important to maintaining stability? Like, if you don't do that thing daily, then shit starts going haywire." Weed. <laughs> Are you answering I'll for answer me? That. I'll answer that for you. Because yeah, that's that. like one of the things. But again, not to push medication on everybody, but I sometimes think that I like can handle life without my meds and I'll like go off of them for like a week and then shit starts getting kind of crazy. So I'm like, oh, I should probably do that thing. So that's one of the things. Um, I try to get outside also now that it's warmer here in Colorado. That helps a lot with just, like, my mental health, even if it's just, like, sitting outside for 10 minutes in the afternoon. Hey, just a small brisk walk. Yeah. Something, something like yeah. that. Yeah, same with meditation. I've started meditating in the mornings because Alec leaves really early for work, and I always just wake up, and that's kind of, like, my time to meditate um, and just kind of start my day with, like, a clear mind and 
take that moment to like listen to my body and how I'm feeling that day. And like meditation doesn't necessarily Did, have to be like, you know, you're fucking sitting in a dark room with incense and candles and shit. Like you can just literally just be like laying down in your bed or like sitting up in bed or like I just I do like to get my yoga mat out and like stretch a little and just you know, name some things I'm thankful for and yeah. Just give yourself a little bit of kind of like a quiet yeah, time. Yeah, some like quiet to, time. To not think of the world. Yeah. Where you can just shut your mind off for a little bit. Yeah. What do you do, Caesar? Um, dude, I just see. I'm. I. I was raised old school, like my sister said. So. I just kind of do what I gotta do, bro. You don't have anything <laughs> that you, if you don't do that day, it like messes your you. schedule or fucks your mental. No, not really. <laughs> well, I. Another thing is, like, like getting uh, sleep. Like, if I don't get enough sleep, I am, like, fucked. Getting sleep and, like, making sure I eat enough. Sometimes I, like, struggle with eating and, like, I will not eat all day. And then I binge at night and I eat something, like, bad for me or, like, really high carbs. Well, and I, I guess feel that's like my shit, thing. So. We- I guess we found my shit too, cause I eat a lot. So that's I'm I guess I'm all fucked up since I'm all like gordito, you know. <laughs> I guess that's where all my problems go. Yeah. Instead of my mind. Yeah. So definitely like taking care of your body and and for me shit like that. Yeah, for me, I guess working out would be the thing, cause when I work out, nothing else matters, man. Because you put your body through like, it, whether it be running. Or lifting weights, like you're pushing your body to do something you're not used to, or like something that you thought you couldn't do, and you're making yourself do something that you weren't able to do before, or if like you're pushing for that next mile, like you accomplish something, and that kind of gives you more confidence in believing in yourself, you totally. know? And like you just feel better. Yeah. Um, and uh, okay, next another question. question is: What is your go-to self-care routine? So, like, my ideal day, I'd probably wake up, do my little yoga, have, like, a really good smoothie, um, listen to my favorite music, and going to, like, a crystal store. That's, like, my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> it's, like, You're crystal, such a hipster. Crystal You're shopping. Yeah, you I'm kind of like pictures. a homebody nowadays too, though. So I like to spend a lot of time just like at home, like fucking with my dogs and just relaxing and doing things like meditating or reading or like drawing and shit like that. Yeah, COVID, I I think made everybody homebody. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, some people made it, some people didn't. COVID was definitely tough, like mental health wise. Um, I got another good question from Coffee Leaf, who's a part of Geochamba. Shout out Ooh, to them, yeah. who are responsible for the intro song, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he asked, um, in what ways has COVID prepared the, oh, in what ways has COVID proved that entertainment is such an important aspect of life? And I feel like I speak for everybody when I say that, like, during COVID, I feel like everybody was deprived of entertainment and art and music and just, like, human interaction. And 
I feel like that's fucked with everybody mentally. Like it's oh, been yeah, so for tough. Sure, man. And I don't I feel like people maybe before COVID didn't appreciate like people in the entertainment. Yeah, it took it for yeah, granted. It was kind of just taken for granted. And now I feel like mm-hmm. we have a deeper appreciation for people who are entertainers and you know people who are entertainers I feel like bring all sorts of people together like music you know that just brings everybody together it's like the universal love language so oh yeah and, and see they Gio Chamba Gio and, and Coffee Man even during the pandemic they kept finding ways to like um, do sh- shows for the people yeah. man they, they would they did this disco ranch thing that was out like by Wimberley and it was like uh, <clears throat> out of an RV, like it was DJ oh, and shit. Cool. And it was like at a outdoor thing. And like it, like that just kind of showed that people were willing to go to the fucking middle of nowhere just so they could be spread out just just for a fucking show, man. Just to ha- like be enjoying the same thing, like the music at the same time together, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's a beautiful thing, and I think that Hell shows yeah. opening back what, up is like gonna do a lot for some people. Oh yeah, I mean, last uh, what was it two weeks ago when I saw them, the energy that everybody had, like everybody was just fiending for for all this interaction. Yeah, you know? it just makes like, you more thankful. just being around people. Yeah. Hell yeah! I can't wait for the next one, man. I think the last concert I went to was John Mayer with you guys before COVID. Oh, fuck. That was like yeah. the best fucking show of my life. I am such a basic bitch. I love John Mayer so much. Yeah, that was a good show. And the go away, going away show. Yeah. She thinks she loves John Mayer more than I do, but I don't think she does. No, I mean, I think I do. Do you Instagram so. message him every day? Um, okay, no. I literally send him pictures of my dog all the time. Just like you hoping know, he'll respond. Chappelle Lacey actually got to hang out with John Mayer several years ago because he's a really, uh, he's on into music. He like plays in a band here and there. Nice. And um, he has a post up, man, that I just, I just found the other night that it was like, I usually go to sleep at 10 p.m. But whenever you're talking guitars with John Mayer, like you stay up till like one thirty, and it was a picture of him with John Mayer, and I was like, "Fuck, so I'm sick. so jealous." That's fucking awesome, dude. I can't wait to, to go to a show at Red Rocks. Yeah, that's. I'm so excited. One of my uh, coworkers just performed at Red Wa- Rocks. Red Rocks. Ra 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 ra. Ra ra. I know it's already ten. <laughs> I want to go to Red yeah, Rock. I, I want to go so bad, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. Be I also want to go back to Houston and. and... I want to see George Strait at motherfucking Houston, dude. Oh, ACL. Oh, I at the rodeo. I miss ACL and South by Southwest. Like not being able to uh, go to next... those things during the pandemic was so depressing. Dude, ACL sold out in record time. It would sold out in fucking minutes. That's wild. Was, I think it's the first major uh music festival coming back because I, th- I think Coachella's gonna do it around the same yep. weekends um but this is the re- usual time for ACO and they fucking sold out I didn't get a chance to buy tickets but I'm a, I don't even know if I should it's even buy in, it because it's in October 
I'm a baby, dude. I'm gonna have a newborn. Bring the newborn, my baby. You know, first concert. She needs to be cultured. I just, I just gotta put the those uh, noise canceling headphones. Yeah, she's chilling. I can't wait for South by. When is that? Like spring breakish? It's, uh, yeah, it's coming back next year. They already announced it for sure. Back, uh, the third week of March. That is. I mean, for the music part, but it's March 2022. Yeah. It's like my one of birthday. my favorite music festivals. Yeah, I took Alec there for his birthday one year. It was, it was your South first Park. time in Austin, well, I think, right? Yep. Yeah. I was there. Oh, you yeah, were. you were there. Green beer. I took y'all, I took y'all to fucking... <laughs> okay, but I had been to <laughs> South by Southwest. I was high as you. hell. No, but I no, I took you the first time you did, to you South did. by. And then... I took you. I, but I went every year I took, since I, you took me because I loved it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So did I. Um, but anyways, another thing that somebody, another topic somebody had uh, asked to talk about was the new movie Army of the Dead. Um, it was a movie that Chris Lee was supposed to be in, but he got canceled, so they took him out. I started watching it. It wasn't too bad, but then I just yeah. couldn't keep watching it because Chris Lee wasn't there. Fuck so all that shit, man. Isn't he in yeah, something sorry. new? Because I saw like his post that he was like dressed like a woman. Oh, what is that? I saw that. Too. Like a drag, what right? That? What the fuck was that about? Idea. I have no idea. He said it's for a movie. Yeah, it's for a movie, but out. like I don't know which one. It's gonna be fucking funny as hell. Yeah. Yeah, and dude, he was not. He was not an attractive woman. <laughs> yeah, there was no part of me where I was just like, wow. Yeah. He he was he straight up looked looked um like a yeah. drag, I yeah. guess. I still get yeah. sad when okay. I think about the fact that he was canceled because, like, I'm a woman and, like, I stand for no bullshit, you know, with women. Yeah. And How do you feel about that? It's been hard because I'm a, fuck- okay, I'm a so, fucking baby, okay? Like, I'm a fan. <laughs> so, Chris, Chris got canceled because um, he got accused of, like, grooming... Um, Underage girls or whatever. Yeah, found guilty, not but just like he, accused. He was guilty of it. Of what, he, he, no, he was never charged with anything. Not charged, but he was guilty of like, you know, reaching out to really he, young girls before they turned eighteen, which is creepy. Yeah, That's but he creepy. never did anything. <laughs> That's creepy, though. I know it's creepy. No, no, it's creepy. It's extremely yeah. creepy. Like you're because at the time he was, I guess what, uh, like thirty yeah. or some shit. Like it's creepy as fuck. Trust yeah. me. Like that's. Is it creepy? Yes. Look. Is it frowned upon? Right. Yes. It's definitely not Do a good I look. But like, him? Probably did, because he fine. didn't technically do anything illegal, right. you know. But like, yeah, no, that's fucking oh, creepy. Yeah, and another thing, I guess, like, I was a huge fan before all the allegations, so it was rough, like, learning that about mm-hmm. him. And like, you know, I like comedy, like you guys. Like, you guys kind of introduced me to a bunch of comedians that I'm a huge fan of, and like. Obviously, I'm a huge Whitney Cummings stan, so, like... Uh, you know, I saw her. Yeah, too. I know, I know. She was literally a foot away yeah, from me. Yeah, I'm so jealous. I'm going to try to catch her well, when she you, comes to Denver, so... You know what's crazy? When, as soon as John, uh, John, uh, Joe Rogan signed his Spotify deal, they went after Chris Alia, they went after Joey Diaz, and they went after Brian yep, Cowan. They wanted to take him down. Hmm. Wow! And now they're fucking after Tony Hinchcliffe. Really? Tony, they're canceling Tony. Did you not no. see that? Oh, I've been on social media all week. Dude, dude, he fucking um. Okay, so th- this uh, Asian comedian was bringing him uh-huh. up, right? And um, 
he called him a chink. Ooh. But if you know Tony, you know his comedy. Right. And um, so it's like, obviously, he didn't do it like to like be rude or, or nasty or anything. He's a comedian. It's a joke. They're all comedians in there, you know? So right now, he, they're trying to cancel him for that. Yep. That's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. But, uh, that whole, like... Mm-hmm. I feel like the whole thing with the Asians is, like, no one... They have it the worst. Because a lot of people make fun of the Asians. The thing with the Asians. You know? They do. They got it the worst. We, okay, what are you talking about? Okay, the way you kind of said that... It, what, what do you mean? Like, I mean, Asian... Like, like the, you can... The hell Asian hate thing? Well, not Asian hate, but just, like, you can put on like an Asian accent and all that and not be canceled like in movies and everything like that. Like well, that's not, they tried canceling. They just tried canceling John Cena. Really? Because he taught, we, yeah, because he called him, uh, Taiwan a country. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, it's, it's all fucked up. Man. Hell yeah, it is. But, um, well, what do you have going on this weekend? This weekend, we get I'm hoping here. to go boating, going tubing, Gonna be on the water all weekend and just chill out, man. I'm kind of jealous. I'm I'm actually super jealous. <laughs> what do you got planned? Um, no, I think we're gonna we're gonna paint the room and just start getting everything ready for the. You baby. said that last weekend. Kind of rearrange the room. Yeah, but last weekend, what had happened was what had happened was we ended up getting the kit. What had happened was we thought the kids were going to be at their mom's all uh-huh. weekend, and they came back way sooner than expected. <laughs> and um, and I, I don't want to I don't want to be painting with the kids right yeah. now. You know? so I get that. I'll probably I'll probably yeah. So that's why. Hell yeah. But I think I think we got it all for today. I think so too. Oh, and hey guys, if y'all like the show, well before before. I just want to say, if you're listening right now, thank you. Like, we really appreciate Muchas you. Muchas gracias. Like, big time. And, like, if you're listening, just, just follow the page. We um, it's, we have a lot of things planned. Yeah. And it, they're going to happen whether people follow us or not. Like, we're still going to make them happen. We're going to get new equipment. We're going to sound better. We're going to have videos up. We're going to have yeah. so gonna much have content. Stuff, you know? Yeah, we have a lot, a lot we want to do. So we just want to say thanks, thanks for listening, and Thank you. fucking if y'all like it, spread the word. Straight up, spread it. Just subscribe to word of mouth. We're on. I think, I think iTunes is coming up um, pretty soon, right? I'm hoping pretty soon here. We just got to be accepted. So yeah, but yeah. So I hope you guys have a good, uh, good weekend or a really good week, because I think this is gonna come out like closer to that so whatever whenever you listen to this i hope you have a good one and uh just keep your head up just we love you it's so weird to say but you know what we do because you're listening we appreciate you oh shout out to belgium because the guy from fucking belgium (laughs) he's listened to all of them he's a loyal fucking fan you know so shout out to everybody